episode of Ramblin' Radio, episode number 51, I think. Right now I'm recording this in my office, officially in my office, my new office. It's so exciting, but it's very uncomfortable because I'm currently sitting on the floor and nothing is put together. I don't even have a desk. I don't have anything except for a bunch of gear and a bunch of just random stuff. I got a modem and a router, so we got some internet, which is phenomenal, and that's really all you need. And I got my laptop on a little stand for a plant, and uh, we're doing it. This is what you gotta do. Sometimes you just gotta roll with it. Anyways, I'm very excited that you clicked on this episode. Uh, It's gonna be extremely valuable because there are so many misconceptions around it. And so hopefully I can get you changing your perspective a little bit, just like every single episode, right? Uh, Every single episode, I'm trying to change perspectives. I'm trying to think of different ways of thinking about things because it can unlock certain doors for you. It can unlock certain ideas. So with that being said, let's get into our five-star reviews. I got to make some shout-outs right here. We've, we've had some killer five-star reviews. I, I greatly appreciate it. We have one here by Jesus Hernandez. He said, Zach brings so much value in every episode, and it's a must-listen, especially if you're barely starting off as a new content creator like photography, film, art, etc. I personally look forward to listening to each episode he comes out with, and especially with featured guests as it brings another perspective along with it. Thank you very much, Jesus. I I appreciate that. And we have Job Johnston. Hopefully I pronounced that right. He said, I love this podcast. Really enjoy Zach's story and experiences of being a creative and how most of us can relate. He's super honest and genuine to his listeners, keeping you engaged for every episode and giving you explicit value and inspiration. Keep on rambling. I appreciate that very much, Job. <laughs> Is it Job? I don't know. Let's do one more really quick. We got L. Bernard Bernardo. Ella? Ella Bernardo? Again, I apologize. Uh, they said, this is one of my favorite go-to podcasts when I need a little boost and in inspiration. I first followed Zach's journey on YouTube where he produces really high-quality content, and his podcast is no different. You can tell Zach speaks from the heart and isn't holding anything back to truly help others succeed. There's always something here to learn for anybody wanting to make a living as a creative. And we are going to cut it off right there. That was very beautiful. Thank you so much for your five-star reviews. And speaking of going full-time as a creative, anybody can do this. It's really amazing how you can do this. This journey, it is so rewarding, and it's not as hard as you think it is. Yes, there's going to be shit show days. I had one yesterday. My internet went out when I was trying to upload a very, very important video for my limited mini-series called The Creator's Evolution. And my internet went out, and then my computer blew up, and and it didn't really blow up. But I couldn't open any Final Cut Pro editing software, Adobe, like nothing. It was just, I thought I was going to have to buy a new computer on the spot. I mean, I was really stressing out. And we've talked about this in previous episodes. You just can't use your energy to point fingers, complain, and just worry. You can't, you can't just use your energy to worry because 
you need that energy to get right to solving the problem. And so that's what I did. I just, I just block out. I feel like I've gotten very good at this at just blocking out all of those negative emotions and just ignoring them completely and just focusing on the problem. Okay, this happened. Shit, this sucks. But let's get right into how can we fix this? Because we have a limited amount of energy every single day and we don't want to use it for things that just don't support us. So shit happens. More of moral of the story. This journey, you know, you're gonna cry. <laughs> you know, I've cried, I've teared up, I've I've been stressed, I've you know, that's that stuff's gonna happen. But we don't need to complicate it as well. And that is where the support of a community, accountability, having mentors, having people that have been there, done that, makes that process so much easier. And it also fast tracks your success. And regardless, you're going to have shitty days. It's just, it's part of the journey, but it's so, it's such a rewarding journey and anybody can do this. It's, it's really like people that even make a hell of a lot more money than me, you, just, you wouldn't even expect it. You know what I mean? It's just, <laughs> as soon as you start meeting people that own and run their own creative businesses, it's just, it's amazing what people are doing and it's inspiring. It's super inspiring. So I, I tell you that because if you are on the fence and not really sure if this journey is for you, it might not be. There's a possibility that you. this is something that you don't want to do. But if there's just that slight interest where you're like, oh, man, that would be really nice. Like if you have that, that something inside of you, that little flame inside of you where you're like, man, I've always wanted to do something. Like I've had that feeling for, man, uh, I've had that feeling ever since middle school. I mean, just for the longest time. And you don't have to have that feeling since middle school. If if you're listening to this and you're like, well, yeah, I don't really have that feeling. I just kind of started just now. That's great. That's great. But you need to listen to that because there's a reason why you, you hear that because there is something inside of you that you you have something there that could impact people and could give you a business and a lifestyle that you really, really want. And by not listening to it, you're just delaying the inevitable. And that's kind of what happened with me. But anyways, I'm kind of kind of getting ahead of myself here. And this is these things that I'm talking to you about. These are the things that we discuss in this new limited mini series that I put together. So if you have not signed up for that, we are giving away not only do you get to participate and watch the mini series and learn a shit ton for free, but we're also giving away an iPad, a Apple Watch 5, a pair of AirPods, and my favorite must-read books for growing your creative business. So we give that prize to one winner who participates, who does the work, and who tags three friends on my Instagram, on my post where I talk about it, tagging three friends that you think would get a lot out of this series. So that's all you have to do. Those are the, the instructions for winning that prize. And you can also just follow along if that's if that's what you want to do too. So that's at www.creatorsevolution.com. It's 100% free. Highly recommend getting in that. And the feedback that we've had is amazing. Absolutely amazing. But today, today we are talking about a topic that is very interesting because 
it's going to test a lot of you with what is possible. And it's tested me. So in the last episode, I talked about kind of my progression with some of my revenue and what I've been able to do so far. And in this episode, I was going to tell you how I did it. How, what, what were those steps? What were those ingredients? And that is how did, how did I make 60 grand in seven days? It sounds like, it sounds like a joke. Like, Hey, let me come teach you how, how, how to make 60 grand in, in only seven days. It just sounds, it sounds ridiculous. And guess what? There are people that would take that number and, and laugh at it and be like, that's, that that's a that's a terrible week for them for me that's a fantastic week (laughs) for them it's a horrible week but I want to talk about how I did that because I think a lot of you listening to this are interested in selling digital products and not just for the revenue right but also to impact people and also to take pressure off of you you know a lot of you listening are still depending on are still dependent on client work. And if you absolutely love client work, go for it. Do that. It's, it's phenomenal. Uh, the time that I did client work, it was, it was amazing. And, and I still will do client work occasionally if there's an opportunity or something that I just, you know, a person that I want to connect with. But for the most part, it's really selling digital products. And this is not difficult to do but it requires a few things that you have to nail down or it's not going to happen and these things people get wrong and that is why they don't see the progress that is why they they see people selling their own digital products making hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars it, there's there's people out there that that are scamming and sell sell this dream life that profits them but what I'm talking about here is a system that if you nail down, this is more than possible for you. So, so this is not hard to do. Selling digital products and actually making a business out of selling digital products so you can have more freedom in your life. You can not have to actually output and do the work necessarily where you're going and and, and, and hustling and traveling and doing all these things unless that's what you want to do. For me, that's not what I wanted to do anymore. I wanted more balance and I wanted to scale. You know, it's, it's scaling a media production company is more than possible. And if that's the direction you want to go in, that's, that is a fantastic direction. It requires a lot of different things to scale a media production company because in order to take yourself out of the business, you need to hire a lot of people. You need to hire people that are doing the video work. You need to hire people that are doing the editing. You know, you need to build that system out. With digital products, you're still hiring and building out a team, but there's a lot less moving parts, in my opinion. And both of them are great. And you can do, you could even do both if you, if you want to get to that point. And these ingredients that I'm going to talk to you about that, that allowed me to make 60,000 in, in just seven days, these things work with your clients as well, not just customers of your digital products, but actual clients as well. It's the same thing. It is, they go hand in hand. 
exact same thing. Listening to me right now, you'll, you'll be able to kind of see that, hopefully. So let's talk about, let's, let's get into the, the meaty goodness here. First ingredient, I want to tell you a story. So my buddy took an entrepreneurship class. I actually took an entrepreneurship class in, in, in college too, but my, my buddy has a better story about his entrepreneurship class than I did. He had a better experience than I did. He walked into class the very first day and he sat down with all the, the kids in the class. And his professor, the very first thing she said was, I cannot teach you entrepreneurship. I am not going to teach you entre- entrepreneurship, nor can I teach you entrepreneurship. I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast, but you can learn how to do this, right? The I, 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 More so, I talk about this in my limited mini-series where a long time ago, I thought you had to be born into a certain skill set. I thought you had to be born a talented entrepreneur. I thought you had to be born a talented athlete to become an athlete. And that's just not the case, especially with entrepreneurship. But she said that I can't teach you entrepreneurship, but what I can teach you is I can teach you to seek opportunity. Seek opportunity. That is what entrepreneurship is in a nutshell. If you know how to see an opportunity and attack that opportunity, jump on it, you are going to be doing incredibly well for yourself, incredibly well. And so a great example of this is when this pandemic happened. Everyone freaked out. Everyone lost business. And here was the problem that I saw when people were losing business. They were talking about what they've lost. Instead, what they needed to do was talk about what there is to gain here. Because during this pandemic, as unfortunate as it was, there was so much to gain as a business owner, as long as you saw the opportunity. And people just, for whatever reason, they just go for what they have lost because it's comfortable, they knew what that was, and they feel uncomfortable adapting and doing different things. And so some businesses did really, really well because they adapted and some businesses didn't because they were comfortable in their own ways. And what I'm talking about here is finding the businesses that were moving their their stuff online or even telling them, hey, let's help you get this membership going online. Hey, let's take your brick and mortar. Let's get it online. Let's make that transformation happen. And so all these businesses were moving their products and their their services online, and there were tons of opportunity there, tons where you could have made a killing. And people got stuck with what they had lost. And so by seeking opportunity, you're going to be able to get ahead from a lot of people. And to seek opportunity, one of the things that you need to do is simply listen. You need to listen to what people are saying. And so when it comes to digital products now, a really, really simple way for you to do that is to listen to your audience. If you have an audience that you've built right now, they're, they're talking, they're telling you, they're, 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 they're giving you the blueprint for what you should create for them. If you really know how to listen. 
Or let's say you don't really have a big audience. Maybe some of you listening uh, maybe have 300 followers or 200 followers. Maybe the engagement's not there. You're really trying to build it. Well, if you know the direction you want to go in, you know somewhat to a degree the niche that you're going in, you can find someone that's in the same niche or niche, (laughs) whatever, I, I go back and forth. You can find someone in the same niche and look at their audience, read the comments, take the time, research, find out what these people are having problems with, okay? So that is a simple way when you're trying to think of a digital product to help people, you need to listen. And by listening, you will find an opportunity there, okay? So that's number one, seeking opportunities. And if you can master that skill, you're, you're set. You're good to go. I, I salute you, okay? So that's number one. Number two is once you know what a certain problem is, in other words, an opportunity, problems are opportunities, okay? Problems are opportunities, and your product is the solution. So that is number two. You need to find a solution. You now know what their problem is. Now you need to find a solution. And your solution becomes the product. Does that make sense? I hope it does. People pay for their problems to be solved. And it doesn't matter if we're in a recession, if we're in World War III, knock on wood that that doesn't happen. You know, no matter what time period we are in, there are always problems. The problems just change. And that's where you need to adapt. That's the pivot, right? The problems change. And as long as you find a solution to those problems, you will get paid for it. Because people will always pay to have their problem solved, no matter what, okay? So that's number two. So number one, seek opportunity, find the problem. Number two, create a solution. Your solution becomes your product. But where people get it wrong is their product does not matter as much as what I'm about to tell you. It does matter, and it's extremely important, and it's important for other reasons, and I'm going to get into that after this, but it's not as important as this next ingredient that I'm going to tell you, and that third ingredient is your offer, the way you talk about it, the way you position it to people. You speak about it, you design it, you offer it, you talk about it, your copy, the way you discuss, (laughs) the way you get someone to say, oh, wow, this person gets it, and I need this now. That is not your product. That is your offer. And that is ingredient number three, and that is the most important ingredient of them all because if you completely crush your product and it's the best product in the world, if you don't create the right offer, no one's going to buy it. Think about it. Try to come up with an example. I'm trying to come up with one as as we speak right now. If you have an amazing product, people, how, how can people know it's an amazing product? They don't know just by looking at it. 
they know by by reading about it and and seeing the the imagery and and your copy and and your language and the way you talk it's the same thing with your clients if you don't know how to speak to a potential client to show them the value that you have to show them yes i can help you with this and here is why that's your offer that's not your product it's your offer it's the way you're talking about it so it doesn't matter how good your your product is if it's not a good offer no one is going to buy it or or no one is going to invest in you if you are working with clients okay so that that's ingredient number three is you have to dial in your offer and there's a set of ingredients that you need in your offer in order to completely nail it out of the park where they do go wow i need this right now this person gets it, they get me, they understand me, they wanna help me, they wanna solve my problem, and this is something that I need. Once you get them to say, I need this, like, <laughs> you're in, you're in. It's game over, it's game over. So that's that's number three. And, then, and those ingredients are, that's a totally other podcast episode because there, there's a lot of them. Okay, last thing that I wanna talk to you about, I don't wanna take up too much of your time. The last thing that I want to talk about is when they do invest in you, whether it's a client or a digital product, when they do invest in you, your job doesn't end, okay? Because another big mistake people make is when they give them the product, they give them what the customer wants. And you don't want to give them what the customer wants. You want to give the customer what they need. What they need. Because when you do that, you're going to give them the transformation and the impact that their business needs, right? Now, if this is like a, a wedding or, or something like that, um, the, the, that that's, that's a little different because sometimes you just have to give them what they want and, and that's that. That's, that's a little different. But I'm talking about when there's money at, at stake here and it's not just a, a, an artistic thing, it's more of a, this is impacting their business in a certain way, okay, then you need to give them what they need and not necessarily what they want because they want, at, at the end of the day, they, they need results, right? They're hiring you to get results or they're buying a product from you because they want to get a certain result from it. But a lot of these people don't know what they need in order to get the result. And that's why they're hiring you in the first place. That's why they're buying from you in the first place because they don't know. So how could they know what they want in order to get that result? They think they know, but they don't really know. And so you have to give them what they need, okay? And that's when the transformation happens. That's when you start getting those referrals. That's when you start getting those testimonials. That's when you start getting those case studies. And then your business starts to spread, right? And so I repeated this process over and over again. And you're not going to get it the first time. You're not going to nail it out of the park the first time. And if you're doing this alone, it's going to take you a hell of a lot longer, okay? You have to repeat this process over and over again and have the patience to do so. If it doesn't work the first time, you don't make any money. That doesn't mean to stop. It doesn't mean to change your product. It means to change your offer, change your solution, right? Change your offer. Could be the right, maybe it could be the right solution, but you're not positioning it in the right way where it's getting them to, to foam at the mouth, right? 
So repeat this process over and over again. And this is what I did. This didn't work for me the first time. I did this over and over again. I did this like eight or nine, even 10 times. And then boom, it finally clicked and things started to happen. And there, and that 60K appeared. Okay. So don't take this stuff lightly, you know, dial in your offer. you you might even be thinking like, oh, that's, you know, that's, that's silly. It's all about the product. It's all about the product. No, it's, it's not. I, mean, I promise you from personal experience, it is not about the product. The product is what is important after they invest with you. But if they don't even invest with you, who gives a shit about the product? They're not even buying it. So it doesn't matter because they're not getting impacted by it in the first place. So start with seeking opportunity. Find the solution dial in that offer and then give them what they need and do this over and over and over again. And you're going to be shocked at the results that you get. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope this gets you to change the way you think about certain things. And I will see you in the next one next week. Peace. Yeah.